Welcome to my podcast, Rashad in Conversation. I'm your host, Rashad Isa. Quality professionals strive to make businesses and society a better place, regardless of the sector we work in. We do not achieve such efforts single-handedly though. We engage with so many people and subject matter experts from around the world. Having a clear understanding of how and who we interact with makes a successful calibration and helps in driving winning strategies. Today, I'm joined by Susan Samaru. Susan is the group quality manager at Precision. She is a values-driven chartered quality professional with a proven pedigree in creating, implementing, and managing best-in-class quality, health, safety, and environmental management systems. A leader in governance and compliance who can coach, mentor, and empower the workforce to create a collaborative culture built on engagement that demonstrates excellence in risk management and sustainable business practices. In her spare time, she volunteers with the CQI, the Chartered Quality Institute, as the vice chair of the Caribbean branch, a member of the Gloucestershire branch in the UK, and a member of the Digital Transformation Special Interest Group. I'm very much looking forward to this conversation. Hello, Susan. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you very much for joining. How have you been? I've been great and I've been looking forward for this. Likewise, I am excited to have you on this podcast and on top of your day job, which looks really a handful of things you do, you volunteer with the three um, separate groups as well and committees. How exciting. So I can't wait to hear all about it. But why don't you start by sharing your career journey with our listener? Sure. So quality has been a facet and it has been a significant role in both professionally and personally uh, in my journey. And unlike many others, my journey did not start with any formal education. One of my previous employers decided to embark on ISO 9001-2008 certifications and they hired a consultant on board and we had to volunteer who wanted to be a part of champion this project towards certification. So learning about quality, I was captivated by the idea that quality was not just about meeting specifications, but exceeding customer requirements. And personally, how I could have demonstrated that as well. So at this organization, I had I had the opportunity to witness firsthand impact on quality management practices. I could have seen success stories coming out of small projects. And at the same point in time, through commitment, I could have seen where customer satisfaction was increased. And we were able to reduce some waste as we proceeded. So one thing for me is that I had the privilege of working with mentors who were seasoned quality professionals. And that is when my career kicked off in quality, where I embarked in terms of lead auditor certification, joined in CQI, and now I'm pursuing my master's in strategic quality management. So discovering quality was not just a technical discipline, but it was more of a mindset and fostering a culture of continuous improvement. So one thing for me is that it was not just the responsibility of myself, but teamwork department. And I really appreciated learning that and being able to, to demonstrate that. So looking back on my journey, I would say that I'm grateful for the opportunities and the challenges that have shaped my understanding of quality. 
it's been a transformative experience both personally and professionally and I could say that my journey started with realization of one importance to practical experience followed by education and continuous learning so I strive to make a positive impact now in the world through my commitment to quality and I encourage each and anyone who's going to hear this podcast on their own journey in quality to embrace the principles and to be able to witness that profound difference when you live it. Wow, what what a journey. And I, I mean, I, if, thank you very much for sharing your story with us, Susan. But um, just to, to set the tone clear, because you've got, you've moved so many um, milestones in the career of quality, like many of us have done. Uh, the sector you're in right now, what sector are you in? So I'm in oil and gas utilities, so precision entities and inspection. But believe you me, throughout my quality journey, I have went through several different sectors. So before joining Precision Entity, uh, I worked for Lloyd's Register as a lead auditor. There I was able to engage with different um, organizations from food to medical to aviation to manufacturing. So I've been able to experience the oil and gas outside of that. And I've been, been able to get that opportunity to appreciate quality in different areas because it is seen so differently when you translate it to those subject areas. And I bet that will with your volunteering with other committees as well from different geographical locations, which is a a delight of today's world that you know that the, the world is our oyster. Um I bet you also engage with so many other sectors and you hear yeah. their stories as well. Correct, yeah, and it's, it's so mind-blowing when you have different sectors, um, when you meet with people around the world because their perspective, their mindset, what you learn, it's mind-blowing. Yes, yes, and I always say, uh, regardless of the sector we're in, um, whoever you are, if you're listening out there in your sector, you are not alone. We all have very similar um, success stories, very similar obstacles, very similar challenges, but the context differ, but in essence, it's all the same. Now, with all of this experience, whether directly in oil of gas or in any of the sectors that you've worked with, um, Susan, if you are to share one success story um, that you are proud of, that um, other professionals might benefit uh, from listening to it, what would that success story be? So my success story is actually going to be tied in with my challenge. So I'm just going to talk about one challenge I had and how that became my success story. Um, so in my work experience, I was able to work for a manufacturing company. And one of our main quality challenges at that time was that one of our customers reported a complaint on a batch of products with, uh, with a critical defect. And this critical defect could have impacted the safety risk of any results. So, you know, when you hear safety, go on high risk one time. Mm -hmm. It's all about safety, right? So upon receiving that complaint and being the quality point of contact, we would have immediately initiated a thorough investigation to identify root cause. But I'm in panic mode because this is a, a main customer. It's a huge complaint. We're dealing with safety risk. Um, what I did differently though is that when we identified, okay, it's an investigation, we took charge of it, but we got a cross-functional team. So it was not a one-person show, it was a cross-functional team, different experts, engineers, production personnel, 
quality management expertise. And as a team, we were able to analyze and ensure we had clear communication between all stakeholders to understand exactly what went wrong. Now, throughout this investigation, we were able to identify the defect was due to a malfunctioning machine, uh, which tied into calibration being drafted, resulted in improper assembly. So with, with this being done now, we were able to then move forward to dive further as to corrective actions. Now, this was our main customer for the company. So it was red flagged. It was like everything needed to be stopped and we were impacting the safety risk of any users. So with this issue, I was able, I wouldn't say I, but we as a team were able to review in details all the different root cause, uh, root cause analysis options we had because we had multiple root causes. It was just not, it was not one area that resulted in the non-conformance. And as a team, corrective actions that were implemented were monitored very closely while we were able to keep the stakeholders informed. So both internal and external stakeholders, we were able to have and maintain clear cross-communication so that they were abreast, like we are working on it, we are trying to solve it. You know, we accept that there is a defect, we're not running from it, and we are going to be there, we are going to try to preserve that customer relationship we had. So one is that we implemented corrective actions to monitor the process. Um, in terms of preventative, now we had more rigorous inspections in place. We had to ensure that the defect was completely eliminated, but we also ensured that there were enhanced quality checks, ongoing maintenance to prevent any reoccurrences. What is what is nice is that um, what I have seen to us quality professionals is that we tend to implement a lot of corrective actions, but how regular do we come back to verify those corrective actions to know if they are effective enough? And that was one of my mind-blowing things that six months later, we could have examined those corrective actions to determine effectiveness. It worked, it did not. And if there are any areas that we could have improved on generally. So we, we were able to maintain a proactive approach thereafter with coordination, with problem solving, and with the skills, the soft skills demonstrated from the team, the soft side of TQM, you can say. Um, adequate training, the technical expertise, we were able to navigate that challenging situation, save the day, but we were also able to preserve our customer. I mean, there are so many bits I can uh, <laughs> uh, highlight and go into in-depth from it. But just for our listener, TQM is Total Quality Management and ISO is the International Standard, of, uh, or International, uh, Standard Organization. Um, and you've touched base on so many uh, tools and techniques, but to simplify it, a, um, a correction or corrective measure is basically what we talk about, a band-aid. What band-aid would you put to fix a problem? And the preventative measure is basically how would you go and cure it or avoid from having it in the future? So, so those are the few um, terminologies just to make sure everybody's with us on the same page. What I really like is that cross-functional team, because we always say we cannot do it on our own. We need to collaborate with everybody. We just bring skill sets that not necessarily everybody has. Some of them might have it, but we just facilitate those skill sets to come to the table. Um, so this is this is a very good um, strategy. And you know what, um, Susan, I don't know how many times I've spoken with quality professionals who talk about um, uh, preventative measures being put in place, but never assessed again. 
I mean, I am also one of them. In my career, at one point or another, there are a list of preventative uh, measures that have also slipped through and were never reassessed uh, for a lessons learned, for a revision. So all of that is brilliant. Thank you very much. So that's very good. Thank you very much. And I know you've touched base on the fact that you started with a problem and that's how it ended up your success story. But I'm going to be a little bit more greedy and I'm going to ask you for one more problem you've experienced, an issue or an incident where um, you've used the skills of a quality professional uh, to help save the day. And that could be either by implementing a governance framework, um, performing an assurance activity or supporting the business in an improvement plan. So in terms of, so as an, when I was previously an auditor, sorry, um, a lot of companies would have attained ISO certification. They would have gone for ISO 9001 certification or any type of certification. But what happens next? We have that certification. What do we do next? And the organization that I was working for at that point in time, I was greedy to know what are we going to do now? How are we going to grow? Well, yes, we have continuous improvement initiatives. And when the auditor comes, we show them the same documentation over and over and over. But what I did do is that um, we embarked on ISO 9004, uh, where we adopted the guidelines for sustained success. So we wanted to understand as an organization, how can we sustain success after certification? So it was not just about attaining it and yes, having the certificate on the wall to win contracts, but we wanted to know what else can we do as an organization for our people, for our framework, for our management system. And this was this was really an incredible journey to be able to adopt that framework, that 9004 framework, which speaks to sustaining success. Mm -hmm. And one thing is that they gave you a set framework when you, when you go through that standard, right? But we were able to recreate it and tailor it to meet the requirements of the organization where we could have understood our maturity level towards the standard and this was an, an amazing growth for the company because during our management review meeting it was a different type of meeting to be able to look back at that maturity framework um, recently this year i had a paper and i was presented at the, the iso conference in orlando on how do organizations sustain success Mm -hmm. And this was one of my topics where I shared that we would have adopted the framework of sustaining success and we would have seen where in terms of eliminating waste, we were able to eliminate waste by 18% in addition to just attaining certification. We were able to reduce rework by 14% over three months just by adopting that additional framework. So this framework allowed us to dig deeper to revisit documentations and to approach it with a different eyes. Wow. Because <laughs> you mentioned, I don't hear many, uh, well, actually that's not true. There are some some called professionals I know of that do reference uh, ISO 9004. Uh, I love uh, the standard. I love working uh, with sustained success. Um, and I have uh, seen some discussion with other quality professionals, just like yourself, who use 9004 as a tool rather than as a standard. And that's a mindset that would be great to see many professionals ad adopt or adapt at the same time, because really 9001 is the standard. But I'll go further, is the, the, 
the items that 9001 cover or in fact any other standard and for our listener 9001 is the code for the international standard uh, that references to quality management systems where businesses put the customer at the heart of what they do operationally and they can get certified that they adhere to the standard um, and if you go to any other um, uh, discipline in ISO, whether it's information security, whether it's health and safety, um, and so on, uh, 9004, which is the code for, as you mentioned, sustained success, gives you a tool to see how can you actually get to that certification, regardless of the standard that you're in. And for all of our listeners, if uh, you are members of the Chartered Quality Institute, or if you are an international uh, registered certified auditor, there is a paper you can access free of charge from the CQI that would give you an overview of ISO 9004 and how to work around it without the need to actually um, go in depth into the standard one more clause by clause. So you can read that paper and if you want to find out more, you can get that standard as well. one more question to ask because you have experienced uh, multiple sectors in your career if you are to share um, the top one or the top three skill sets that helped you throughout your entire career journey regardless of the sectors you were in what skill set would that be or what skill sets would there be so i i would go for um, communication um, communication, it's a huge thing now, especially with quality point four in the picture. Um, having that collaboration and connectedness amongst amongst the MTT and amongst different organizations is quite important. Um, critical thinking. We are always in challenges. We are always dealing with root causes or fighting fires at times where you need to have that hat on, you know, where we need to critically analyze and evaluate situations. And last but not least, I would say in terms of quality, having an open mind for continuous improvement. Um, many times you would hear, you would have an audit or you would, you would be in meetings and someone would tell you, you know, you need to improve. It's not bad to improve. It's not bad to hear those words. You know, there's always room for improvement and continuous improvement is at my core. So I totally believe that with an open mindset for growth and learning, there's always room for it. So never look at it as a negative. Always look at it as a positive. So when somebody says, you know, you have to improve, I'm like, yes, show me. Uh, not, no, I'm not going to be like, no, I don't think so. I'm, I'm good. 100%. They're on our side. That's why they're giving us those um, uh, items from their own experience, from what they've seen yeah. in so many different uh, areas. So uh, by all means communication, critical thinking, and open mind for continuous improvement. Three skill sets, amen to that. Uh, I like all three of them. Um, now, I just want to ask uh, so a few questions. Uh, right. So as our listener will get to know you as a person rather than you as the professional. So I'm going to fire quick fire questions without thinking, just choose this or that. Okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Uh, summer or winter? Winter. Uh, murder mysteries or uh, rom-coms? Rom-coms. Night out or night in? 
night out. Night out indeed. <laughs> We talk about cross-functional, we talk about uh, soft skills, we talk about having a strategy to review previous agreed action items, and then we bring forward 9004, we bring forward the framework of sustained success, which is uh, with a great achievement helps eliminate 18% waste and reduce um, rework by 14%. So I love those stats. Thank you very much for sharing. You have been listening to Rashad in Conversation with me, your host, Rashad Issa. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe, follow or download as I bring you monthly guests from around the world to share their stories of the quality profession.